Welcome to Freedom Not Control with host Justin Melanson. Every day we hear about freedom being taken away from us and it affects us more and more. From basic privacy to deep technology, how does it affect you and what can you do about it? On today's show, we'll discuss what's being done now and what's coming soon so that you can take back control of your freedom. Now, here is Justin Melanson. All right. Welcome to Freedom Not Control. It's confirmed now that the U.S. is under an attempted Chinese Shycom takeover from the CCP. Breaking news that Biden's campaign advisor attended Chinese Communist Conference with Xi Jinping, an advisor to Joe Biden, the 2020 presidential campaign attended recent Understanding China conference, which counted on attendance from Chinese President Xi Jinping and other high-level officials. Former Treasury Secretary Lawrence Summers was in attendance at the conference which had the same theme, huge shakeup, big test, great cooperation. China's new journey towards modernization and building a community with shared future for mankind, they said. This conference, which featured nearly 20 Chinese speakers, depends on Western figures to grant legitimacy to the event. It argues for increased cooperation between the Chinese Communist Party and the rest of the world. And exclusive from Newsweek, we have 600 U.S. groups linked to Chinese Communist Party so far. I would assume there's more than that. Uh, I would bet on it. But, you know, they found 600 U.S. groups linked to Chinese Communist Party that influence efforts along with uh, the election and beyond the election. Um, says, you know, three women appeared to be just like millions of other Americans who take social media every day and express their displeasure in the state of the U.S., yet there were anomalies. The women's messages, sometimes identical to others on Twitter and Facebook, and I've spoke about this on previous shows about these, uh, we call them personas, um, they're fake profiles, but Their handles were similar, and they tended to make sweeping statements, putting down America in the democratic system rather than referencing specific events. So it was obvious that they were were fake profiles. Their use of language was also off, too. They mixed it up, familiar expressions, um, and they quote stuff like, Black people are never slaves, stand up, head high read one of the garbled tweets and occasionally a stray Chinese language character will slip in there into one of their posts. So that in part was especially odd until you consider that the women weren't actually women at all, but rather bots and trolls used in a systematic campaign by groups affiliated with China and this China communist party CCP to sow division and unrest in the U.S. ahead of the 2020 election. 
an analysis this summer of thousands of such Twitter and Facebook posts by the International Cyber Policy Center of the Australian Strategic Policy Institute described them as a part of a program of cross-platinum inauthentic activity conducted by Chinese-speaking actors and broadly aligned with the political goal of the People's Republic of China to disintegrate the standing of the U.S. So this is World War III, people. I've been talking about this for a while. They've been infiltrating us from within. When Trump said, if Joe Biden takes office, then China will control the U.S., that was literal. They literally would control the U.S., but that's not going to happen. We'll get into that in a little bit, but the fake accounts that they created are just one example of stepped up activity groups, treasonous groups affiliated with the Democratic and Republican Party, but mainly the Democratic Party. They do have Republican affiliates in some of these Senates and House seats for sure, even though not reported. Over the past six weeks, for example, both Google and Microsoft say they've been reporting cyber attacks linked to Beijing and individuals who worked with Biden. But I don't understand why they would be, be doing that. I don't believe it. I believe it's a shell cover-up. They've already been owned. The media, Facebook, and all of them are owned by China. So why would they attack themselves? This has been a long time plan ever since 2016. It's been a long time plan. And what we've learned since this facade of a show that if you watch the fake lamestream media, which I haven't watched them in years, but uh, I do get a laugh when uh, people report on them and um, about some of this, some of Biden's picks, his imaginary picks, because he's never going into the White House again in office. But uh, just for example, we got a, uh, his nominee for the United Nations State Department. They all are tied to China. They have links to the Chinese Communist Party. The National Pulse, Natalie Winters reported November 24th that members of Biden's transition review team for the State Department have also served as Albright Stonebridge Group, ASG consultants and lobbyists chaired by former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. ASG is a consulting company with an intense focus on China. Its website called its China operation, the firm's largest single country practice. Three members of Biden's 30 minute, 30 member department of state transition review team hail from ASG, including the team lead, Linda Thomas Greenfield, who Biden recently named as a U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. Thomas Greenfield also led ASG's African practice. She has previously overseen African affairs during the Obama administration. So 
as we already knew, Joe Biden is just a mere puppet to China. But now, Tucker Carlson is trying to redeem himself here with the American people reporting last night, sharing a Chinese news report and showing a suspected Chinese spy. I say suspected, it's definitely a Chinese spy. So this Chinese spy is infiltrated. She's infiltrated. She slept with U.S. and courted. She courted U.S. officials to gain intel. Dual citizen Christine Fang. She was a Chinese Mata Hari who allegedly slept with at least two Midwestern mayors while cozying up to a slew of polls across the country in a bid to infiltrate the U.S. political system. Fetching accused Chinese government spy Fang Fang, a.k.a. Christine Fang, entered into the U.S. through California, of course, as a college student in 2011 and spent the next four years wooing everyone from local politicians to U.S. congressmen, said the website Axios, citing the current and former U.S. intelligence officials. So, Axios did this article. They put it out 12 hours ago. Exclusive suspected Chinese spy targeted California politicians. Now, they didn't target California politicians. They came in. She might have done that. They've got one. So when they got one, you know what that means. They're everywhere, as we know. So they're going to dumb it down, and they're going to try to say that there's only one. When anybody with a slight bit of a brain knows that they did it here. They've done it everywhere. So. They got pictures with her. She was with. Uh, Eric. Swalwell. And. Uh, former Fremont mayor. Bill Harrison. And rep Judy Chu. Mike Honda. San Jose City Council member Ash Kalara. I got pictures with her everywhere. But it says through fun, through campaign fundraising, extensive network networking, personal charisma, and romantic or sexual relationships with the mayors and congressmen. Fang was able to gain proximity, political power, and even though U.S. officials do not believe Fang received or passed classified information. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that. And again, I would, I would probably take information from somebody I didn't know on the street more to hard than Axios. But this is breaking news. You know, the report last night, the top Chinese professor... Last night, that Tucker Carlson played live on TV, he boasts of the operatives in the U.S., core inner circles. You know, he said, people at the top Americans' inner circle, he said, we had the campaign. We had Obama and Biden. You know, 
from the way he was talking, he wished we had him forever. I bet he did. You know, Chinese, China was, you know, Xi Jinping and them haven't been celebrating so hard when they think that uh, they got away with stealing this election for Biden. And what the guy also said is, uh, you know, we can't fix the Trump administration, though. We, You know, ever since Trump has been in, it's a, put a damper on us. We can't. We can't fix them. We we had it. We had Obama and them under, you know, kissing our kissing our feet, basically. You know, they controlled Wall Street. But we couldn't get Trump, so we had to get Trump out. So China, along with deep state operatives from the Democratic Party, globalists, big tech, set into motion this plan. 2016. And that's what we have unfolding today. But we have breaking news today. We have breaking news. A good breaking news for anybody that likes the truth. We've got a situation update. All ballots after November 3rd are null and void. Texas files lawsuit with SCOTUS to nullify rigged elections in four swing states. Today's situation update covers the bombshells now getting catapulted into the election battle with a legal analyst revealing that the U.S. Supreme Court has already ruled in 1997, Foster versus Love that all ballots received after midnight of an election day are null and void. This means the vote stuffing, early morning rigging, and subsequent ballot discovery schemes by the Democrats are all unconstitutional and therefore all null and void. It also means that all the swing states which simultaneously paused their election ballot counting on the evening deliberately allow post-election ballot fraud to take place, shall have their own elections nullified, along with all electoral votes. Once presented with this information, which apparently just got activated with the surprise Texas lawsuit filed with SCOTUS before midnight last night, the U.S. Supreme Court must rule that those swing states must now use their state legislators to appoint electors rather than relying on the fraudulent, nullified, rigged elections they use Dominion voting systems. This is it, folks. This is the end. As explained by Rick Sander from the postemail.com, the U.S. Constitution describes an election day which is one particular calendar day and that federal elections are limited to one day precisely for the purpose of preventing any kind of fraud that often takes place when elections are paused and drawn out because the federal government appoints states to carry out elections, to fill out federal positions, such as president, the U S constitution has jurisdictions over the state elections. And when those elections involve federal officials and violate the U.S. Constitution, as explained by Jander, the voters vote. The officials count. These combined actions from the election, and the election must be decided on that day. 
states that failed to make the final selection of office holder by midnight on election day have violated the statute, subjecting the nation at large to the very evil congressionally mandated deadlines that were drafted to prevent. To, rem to remedy the situation, a person or state merely needs to ask the U.S. Supreme Court to remedy the violation by nullifying the votes of states which attempted to commit election fraud by extending election day to election weeks, as Jander explains. So basically what they're saying is failed elections nullify all votes. It's not just some votes. It's not just late votes. It's not just the legal votes. The election itself is void in the late states. The state of Texas, they filed a lawsuit directed with the U.S. Supreme Court shortly before midnight on Monday, challenging election procedures in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin on the grounds that they violate the Constitution. Texas argues that these states violated electors clause of the Constitution because they made changes to voting rules and procedures through the courts or through executive actions, but not through the state legislators. Additionally, Texas argues that there were differences in voting rules and procedures in different countries. I'm sorry, counties within the states violating the Constitution equal protection clause. Finally, Texas argues that there were voting irregularities in these states as a result of above. Texas is asking the Supreme Court to order the states to allow their legislators to appoint their electors, while lawsuits from individuals must first go through lower courts. When states sue other state statutes, the proper venue is only the Supreme Court. So this brings it directly to the Supreme Court. That's why it's breaking news. Big things happening. Trump said yesterday, big things happening, and he was right. A big thing already happened with the Texas lawsuit. So what's more to come? This is big, big, big news here. Um, now back to the Chinese Communist Party. We've got some more breaking news today for that. There's just so much news related to it. That's why I went into it today. I've been busy with the book. Um, and I haven't responded to, or I've had to respond too late to get, to get any guests on. I'm going to have some, some really good guests coming on in the next couple of weeks, but I've been really busy. I've just launched a uh, deep state agenda conspiracy facts on Amazon and it's the hard copy should be, should be available today, but the it's on, um, Kindle, Amazon Kindle, and you can read it for free on the Kim on the Kindle Unlimited if you want. And I will put the link on the freedomnotcontrol.com website, and I will post that up. I've just been waiting on the hard copy. They give me a little bit of hassle with the hard copy cover and just a couple tweaks, but it's done. Pick it up. It's definitely something you're going to want to read. It definitely will open everybody's eyes to everything. How the U.S. came to this point and what we can do about it. 
So, top Chinese breaking news. Chinese Communist Party whistleblower says with ties to the royal ancestry confirms that fake Chinese ballots were sent to Mississippi, Florida, and North Carolina. It came out today, reported by Ethan Hunt. Natural News. Chinese whistleblower Vines, V-I-N-N-E-S-S. A. Oliverdes has confirmed as many as five million fake ballots were printed in communist China and shipped to North America to be used in 2020 election. I'm going to say that again. Chinese whistleblower Vines A. Oliverdes has confirmed today that as many as 5 million fake ballots were printed in communist China and then shipped to North America used in this 2020 election for Joe Biden. Of royal ancestry, Oliverdes, spelled O-L-L-E-R-V-I-D-E-S, and I don't know, I'm probably not saying it right, but that's the last name, who also goes by the name Venice, it says, says that his conscience and belief in God led him to led him to fish for information that would expose China's interference in the U.S. election. And he says there's much more to come very soon. So this is somebody connected to the royal bloodline. And I don't know if that's, uh, well, yeah, I guess they got a Twitter account. I was about to say they're probably making up the guy's name. Twitter account, never heard of this person. But, wow, yeah, it's all over the news here. I mean, nobody's hiding it. But as you may recall, two Chinese men were captured on tape talking about looking at fake battles. And I have that video up on my site. I put that up. I don't know if you'll ever seen that. You can go to freedomnotcontrol.com, look at it. They're talking about it. It's got it transferred. He's ordering ballots. He's ordering more ballots. Examining the authentic authenticity in relation to the real thing, we found that the video was, in fact, confirmed and true. At one point in the video, ballots intended for Charlotte County, Florida, are seen along with ballots and with for unidentified areas. Olivertes, who captured the footage, says fake ballots were sent to various key swing states, including Florida and North Carolina. Mr. Oliverdes, former political insider of Chinese Communist Party, has corroborated that around 1.5 million bogus ballots from swing states were unaccounted for after being exported from China to Canada and Mexico since July, tweeted Chinese account, uh, tweeted a Chinese Twitter account at W-E-I-Y. U-K-S-J-1. So. That is, that is probably, I mean, there's been so much, so much evidence of this fraud. It's, it's not even, I mean, more than I even thought would have come forward. I mean, obviously I knew from the start it was fraud, but. Yeah, mighty. I didn't think that would come out and actually be confirmed this early. So many ex-CCP whistleblowers are now coming forward, it says. Ex, 
Chinese Communist Party whistleblowers are now coming forward with evidence of election fraud. Oliverdi's, by the way, has an interesting life story and background. He studies in the West, speaks six languages, and is now a writer and artist. His father died in prison for the role he played in Xi Jinping's anti-corruption campaign. Wow. Now a political activist, Olivertes is a third-generation aristocrat of the CCP who was banned from China for public speeches he has made about the democracies in Taiwan, Tibet, and Manchow. Olivertes has an ancestral tomb known as Igasa, where he and his mother were seen together in a photo that were taken during an ans- ancestor of Barry Nation. Why is this, why this is important has everything to do with the revelations that Olivertes is bringing to light about the fake ballots, which you witnessed firsthand as part of this investigation. Olivertes is one of many ex-CCP detractors who are fighting on behalf of we the people to preserve free and fair elections in the United States. His efforts could be the straw that breaks the camel's back, hopefully getting the attention of at least some of the media who are willing to investigate and report the truth. While most of the corporate media, including Fox, has already declared Joe Biden to be the winner falsely, independent outlets like Newsmax are watching closely as the Kraken gets released. Wow. That is that is awesome. That is awesome. And uh, I do believe we've already seen, in my opinion, enough. But I mean, I think it's just going to just keep going. They're just going to keep more and more and more and more evidence is just going to keep coming forward. Right now, it's getting be it's too much for them to not even not even claim anymore. It is too much. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get ready. I'm going to take a quick break. Listen to Life Loop, our sponsor. Quick ad here, and then I'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. So you know when you're talking to your friends and you say, let me get you in the loop? Well, time out, because right now, let me get you in the loop. Those of us who have been fleeing social media, hashtag deleting, have a new place where we can loop each other in, share information, post photos, uh, you know, make comments without being judged, having our posts removed. It's a new social media platform called Life Loop, L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. You can download it for free in the Apple App Store, in the Google Play Store, or online at lifeloop.com. This is a new social media platform where you're not going to be banned for any of your opinions that you post. You won't have your posts removed. Spammers are not going to be allowed to attack you. Political ideas, medical ideas, religious ideas, they are all welcomed. And your user safety and your information will be respected and not shared with any third party. There will be proper privacy guidelines in place that you won't have to dig through 10 pages of fine print to figure out. 
LifeLoop is brand new. Right now, you can choose your own username pretty much. I'm L Graham, easy to find. We're right now in the process of uploading our profile pics, transferring over information if you want to from the other social media platforms that you'll not be using anymore. It's LifeLoop. Find it in the Apple app or the Google Play Store and online at lifeloop.com. That's L-Y-F-E-L-O-O-P. And I'll find you there. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Freedom Not Control with Justin Melanson. To reach the show today, we welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at freedomnotcontrol.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Freedom Not Control. Today we're discussing the attempted takeover by the Chinese Communist Party. And breaking news, now we have the third suspect in Georgia on the Georgia suitcase scandal has been identified as the man that spread the lie about the water pipe broken. So, so Governor Kemp in Georgia, if anybody hasn't looked up the video, you can find it online. He's, he's calling for, for China. He's standing in front of a China flag, and he's calling for support to China. So if that doesn't show this man is compromised by China, then there's no help for you. If you can't see it right in front of your face. But him, Biden... There's really no difference between the two. They're both compromised puppets. They get something on all of them, and they have it on tape, and they have them. Um, Just like they do with everybody in the CIA, who from day one, CIA has been a non-U.S. organization to even be in the CIA, like Barr. You have to get compromised first. You have to have something on it to know that you won't give them the secrets away. But, uh, it's more than what most might think. It's something you would never want to see and most people would never want to do, unfortunately. Hopefully that will change soon. But they got the ringleader and third suspect behind the election fraud suitcase scandal that made all the videos that Facebook tried to fake fact check me uh, before a story even came out. And uh, it had even been verified, which now it is verified. And that's true, of course. Um, he's been identified as Ralph Jones. And this occurred in the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Ralph Jones, the same guy who lied about there being a broken water pipe on election night. So reports indicated Jones, whose LinkedIn profile lists him as the registration chief, in Fulton County, led a team of operatives in carrying out the voter fraud scheme there. This scheme involved removing all Republican election observers from the counting room before rolling out multiple suitcases 
full of illegitimate ballots for Joe Biden. And these ballots are the ones that I just spoke about before the break that we just now got a whistleblower. So there's 5 million of them that were created in China. So they were fake ballots. And Joe Biden, the ballots for Joe Biden, they were run through the machine in the middle of the night. As a cover, Jones told Atlanta News Channel 11 Alive that the counting room had been closed for the night due to a pipe burst. But what actually happened is that a toilet was running, which was quickly fixed with no problems, allowing the election thieves to do their evil deeds when nobody was watching. They thought nobody was watching. What they did not know, however, the State Farm Arena surveillance cameras were watching, and as they captured the entire thing, it was unfolded. Jones, local business owner, Ruby Freeman, her daughter, Shay Ross, and various others were caught on tape rolling out suitcases and processing the fake ballots during the wee morning hours of November 4th. It was their actions that gave Joe Biden the spike in unexpected votes in Georgia Wednesday morning, writes Jim Holt from the Gateway Pundit. There was a conspiracy to lie to the public, including local news, to remove observers from the center and then to commit a hidden suitcase ballot fraud. Jones, Ross, and Freeman all belong in prison for committing this election fraud. Jones was responsible for reporting the fake pipe burst, falsely claiming that the pipe was burst. I mean, this is huge. These people are... I hope they got paid well, but it wouldn't even matter. I mean, these people are crazy, man. They, these are they're so selling us out to China. They're basically just selling us out to China. They think they're doing something. You know, Joe Biden was his, with his pedophilia and all of his nastiness, you know, racist, probably the most racist president, Joe Biden. He's not a president, but the racist vice president never will be president. One of the racist people, you know, anti-American Chinese puppet. And these guys help him and they help enslave themselves attempted to enslave us but uh by the grace of god they got they got caught so other news chinese communist party is altering dna of the military to create genetic engineered super soldiers reveals the U.S. head of intelligence. Not only is China using its wealth and growing influence to, su to supplant U.S. dominance around the world, but apparently Beijing is also looking to create superhuman military that can be rivaled by no one. Even if they have to genetically alter their soldiers in order to achieve the objective. In an interview with Fox News Sunday, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe said, if China would ever outmaneuver the U.S. and become the globe's leading superpower, that would endanger individual liberties and freedoms around the world, noting that free enterprise is all at stake. Well, of course. You know, Joe Biden, you know, would be happy to sell us down the road like Obama did for eight years to China. 
and like Clinton did before that. And it was all started by Mr. New World Order himself, George H.W. Bush, um, who, you know, signed us over to the United Nations. But China's been doing this for a while. They've been pumping this up, you know, having the media say China is great. You know, we love them. Look at their response to the fake coronavirus, this virus that doesn't even exist, that we're all being locked down for. That you got to be tested to know you even have it. So, we got about 20 minutes left in this program. And, I'm, you know, initially was going to do this that without that breaking news. I wasn't going to go on, on China today. I was going to go in on Gates and the vaccine because I think that's the most important. That's what uh, my team and I are trying to get into people's mind. You know, if you really want to take this vaccine, you really want to kill yourself, that's up to you. But I would, you know, I would urge you, you know, I wouldn't even want my enemies taking this. You know, I don't want anybody to die. There's no reason. We've got Pfizer coming out. Woman who received Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine must not breastfeed or get pregnant for two months after immunization. A safety guide released by the British government said that children and pregnant breastfeeding mothers should not be immunized using the vaccine. The guide also mentioned that any effects from pharmaceutical firms vaccine Canada on fertility are unknown. The UK government's 10-page regulations information for UK healthcare professionals describes how Pfizer's BNT162B2 mRNA vaccine developed with the German firm BioNTech should be stored, diluted, and administered to people. Section 4.6 of the guide, which deals with fertility, pregnancy, and lactation, said COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is not recommended during pregnancy and should not be used during breastfeeding. It also warned that women of childbearing age that pregnancy should be excluded before vaccination and to avoid pregnancy for at least two months. Anyone who suffers any adverse effects cannot bring this drug maker to court. They are unliable. And the big problem is we have former head chief of the UN, United Nations, the World Health Organization, coming forward saying that this will sterilize women. And believe you me, that's the least thing that it's going to do. It's going to change your DNA completely. So if you want to be a non-human because that's what's going to make you once you change your DNA then that's on you but I don't know why anybody would take a vaccine for any virus that was made in less than a year and especially a virus that has a dot 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 
3% death rate, supposedly, which I don't believe it's real. But Dr. Francis Boyle says it's a bioweapon. Came out today, Dr. Francis Boyle, mRNA vaccines violate the Nuremberg ruling against Nazi cruelty. And he's right. One of the leading experts in bioweapons and international law reveals a bombshell intel today. On the Alex Jones show, he exposed how forcing the untested lethal mRNA vaccine on the public violates the Nuremberg rule. It violates it. It's basically cruel. It's it's informed consent. And this case has already been made. Thousands and thousands of doctors, real doctors, not paid actors, not Chinese communist intel or workers have came forward since this has gone on. I had one of them on the show a few weeks ago, Dr. Kaufman. Not only exposed to you, there's nothing going on here, but the deaths aren't even up in general. As a whole, there's no increase in deaths. So we got Johns Hopkins scientist. Top scientist from Johns Hopkins that came forward a week ago, wrote a paper in a journal. She ran the test. She goes, hold on. Not only is there nobody, uh, there's no more increase in deaths overall, but actually there's there's a decrease in deaths overall this year compared to last year and the past three years. And and for older people, you know, 65 and older, there's actually a decrease in deaths with them. So what's going on here? She was immediately terminated, and they immediately took the pick the paper off. But we actually um, got it. I say we other journalists actually got it, but I got a copy of it too from the Wayback Machine, and I'll put it up. I've got it actually on my website for anybody who want to see and read it. It's from her. So Johns Hopkins is is the one. You know, the Rockefeller Foundation that's, that runs this whole thing. So, it's absolutely absurd. And this vaccine and the test, which I've been saying the whole time, the test, the swab, they do have nanoparticles and the swab can be used as a vaccine and a bioweapon. They have been working on that for a long time. But it's time for a lot of people to accept that this is a scam. You have been scammed on a monumental scale. It's time to, you know, people hate to admit it. But It's time to wake up. Because, you know, we've got pathologists here. 
petitioning the FDA to halt Pfizer's emergency use. The major reason for petitioning the FDA is the diagnostic test. Connecticut pathologist Dr. Sing Yang Lee and Informed Consent Action Network, ICANN, have petitioned the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, to require accurate counts of COVID-19 testing cases in the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA vaccine trial. Now, just think about this. Leave everything to the side. Just think about this one thing. Would you ever not think something is up by taking a vaccine that was made by BioNTech? Sounds safe, right? What they say is until an accurate count of COVID-19 cases in the vaccinated and placebo groups has been determined for vaccine efficacy evaluation, we are asking the FDA to stay its decision regarding the emergency use, says Dr. Lee, director of Milford Molecular Diagnostics Laboratory. The major reason for participating in the action of stay in the phase two and not going to phase three of the clinical trial is the PCR test is invalid, which of course, as I exposed a long time ago, the owner himself, the creator himself, Kerry B. Mullis, won a Nobel Prize, says out of his mouth on video multiple times, it doesn't tell you if you're sick. It doesn't test for anything, a virus. All it does, it's an amplification test. You can find anything in your body. You can find the common cold that you had 10 years ago if you amplified enough. But, you know, you get rid of the test, it's been saying on all along, they have nothing. They have nothing. Without the fake test, they have nothing. So, we got a retired nurse previously arrested for trying to take dementia-stricken mother, 97, out of her care home is told to ring up on Monday when she expresses fears over her mom's lips turning blue. Just like Bill Gates says, he said they're old, they're no longer capable of serving. They're useless eaters. That's what these eugenics think. That's who they want to give all this vaccine first. They want to give it to the elderly. They want to give it in the care homes. And when anybody and all these people start dying from it, what's going to happen? We're going to blame it on COVID-19. So. Oh. I'm going to leave you all with this. This wonderful news I heard the other day. Three of our former outstanding presidents have come forward and said that they are going to take this vaccine 
on camera, these heroes have got former President George W. Bush, who was part of 9 11. son of George H.W. Bush. Premium members of Bohemian Grove. We've got Barry Satoro, I mean Barack Obama. And we've got, you know, Bill Clinton. You know, these guys have never given us a reason to to mistrust them. You know, they are heroes, and they should be applauded for what they're doing. You know, this isn't some kind of propaganda, you know, and we won't see any celebrities like Kardashians or anything coming out doing the same thing later. Stop it. Stop thinking like that. These guys are going to do it. They're not going to get, they're going to stand in line at the Walgreens just like all of y'all. They're going to get the same shot as us or as y'all because i'm not taking it out of fact if anybody wants an extra dose i would say i'd give it to you but i wouldn't even give it to my enemy so you've got to be kidding me with this you know we have never miss been misled by any of these three fine gentlemen here. I hope this backfires. I hope this, because it should wake some people up and say, hold on. Mr. I did not have sexual relations with this woman. Just going to take this vaccine here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mr. 9-11 himself and Mr. Barry Satoro, I mean, Barack Obama, former CIA agent. Urge people to look the, look it up, look up the facts. Look, you're going to have to use DuckDuckGo, put on the privacy search because Google has been owned by China for years. But Watch the videos, look at the reports, top EU scientists talking about the vaccine sterilizes women. It's a wep it's it's made as a weaponization agent. MRNA vaccine has never been made. Matter of fact, Moderna has never made a vaccine, period. You know what they're famous for? They're make Roundup, the weed killer, the one that's been sued forever, but kills people. So are these really things that you're going to trust? You're really going to take that gamble and put that in your body? I hope not. I pray not because uh, you're being misled on a serious level here. And if what I believe to be and a few of us 
quite a few of us believe to be the other things that are in it as well on top of that, which we know is in it, the serialization about the remote, uh, you know, smart dust or nanoparticles. They can basically activate, remote activate and cause autoimmune reaction in your body at a later time. So basically what I think it is, is, is a mix. I think that part of it would come in the second dose. Cause they said, you got to get more than one. I think the ones that you got to be more than one, that's my opinion and an opinion of a few smart people. But I think the, the first one is to double check it, get it into you to see how you do. The second one is where they activate it whatever is in there but there is different versions so you know some of them i believe there's still some of them they say you can only take once but i'm not sure they might all say that you got to take two or three or whatever i don't know bill gates what did he come out the other day and said 10 more years now you're going to be locked down never wanted to end but Do your research. You know, they want to pay people now, supposedly, to, to take it. Just, just use common sense. Common sense is all you got to use. Why would they need to pay you to take this? And, you know, if I don't take it or somebody else doesn't take it, then why, and you take it, then why would you care? Because you're protected, right? And if you're protected from it, then I'm the one that's going to get sick. There's been many of us that's been around thousands and thousands of people that never wore a mask, never social distance, that never have been controlled. This is freedom, not control. I don't get controlled by anybody. You know, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. And I haven't gotten anything. I haven't gotten a cold in 10 years. But ever since I stopped doing everything that the government told me and did my own research, that's when I got my freedom. And that's how you can get your freedom, too. Check me out at freedomnotcontrol.com. I'll put the book on there, Deep State Agenda, Conspiracy Facts, Amazon, Kindle, coming out on hard copy. I'll see you next week, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Freedom Not Control. Please join your host, Justin Melanson, for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, we wish you a great week.